The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 31st, 2019. What cigar should you buy? What should you pay for a cigar? There are cigars that are underpriced and overpriced. Which ones should you be smoking? Which ones are good? Which seem good regardless of its price? What would we suggest for you for a cigar? Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Labor Day week. This is it. Labor Day weekend and the end of the summer as we know it in the area. Stop using wearing those white shoes and white pants. Why are you going to pick up my outfit from yesterday? There we go. I was in the presence of... Nick Perdomo, I had to bring my A game. Yeah? Yeah. How, how did you think you did? You uh, did good? Nick complimented my jacket. Really? So. <laughs> Is it bringing your A game? Because Nick always shows up dressed to the nines. And if you're trying to call tension away from Nick... I don't think yeah, that, that is that your. I don't think game? that my outfit called attention away from Nick. Yeah. I think was that it in it, the league. No. It he was, was wearing. He was wearing slippers. Actually, those were slippers, right? Those were uh, loafers. I guess loafers. <laughs> I was loafing. He, you said something about Nick's shoes, and then he looked at yours and said, "I don't wear slippers." <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Maybe you should have gone with the high heels. I should have. All right, yeah, we're going to talk about um, what cigars we would recommend to different types of people. Uh, when you go in a cigar store, you look for recommendations. If you don't, you should. Um, if this cigar shop knows what they're talking about, they would, you know, do you do that? Do you go into a restaurant and even say to a waitress, what do you recommend? Do you go into a bar and say, what do you recommend today? You should do it in a cigar store every once in a while. Yeah. You may be uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm we'll- always surprised by the big biker dudes that walk in and they want to smoke infused cigars. And you just, not taking anything away from the infused market, it's certainly a big market, but you just look at these big burly dudes and they're smoking stuff that smells like angel farts. No offense, Leo. That's no, I remember when <laughs> when the whole thing started, uh, Lars Teton and then uh, later Drew Estate. Um, with acid and that they said to us no no you know it's not going to be girls it's going to be bikers and uh, rock guys and things like that and I said really which I said no no that's going to happen and it it's more of that than it is of right. girls that would smoke that uh, I was surprised but uh, yeah and, and do, what do we do? What do we recommend to them? We'll get into all of that, but let's get to the cigar right now. Uh, the first cigar of the day, Barry. What do we have here? Well, it's my third. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is the United Churchill Natural, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for United Cigars. The size that we're smoking is the seven by fifty-four Churchill, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Brazilian Matafina binder, 
with fillers from the Dominican Republic consisting of Habano Corojo and Habano Criollo 98. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box is $152.99, which is a savings of almost $27 or 15% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this is a box press cigar, and maybe something you may or may not recommend to somebody that, that comes into a store. Um, I know sometimes when I do recommend a box press cigar to somebody, they say, I don't like box press cigars. They may come right out with that. I don't like. To me, it's the most ridiculous thing to say. I don't like torpedoes. I don't like this. You, you, if you're not trying all the cigars, you're, you may never find the cigar that speaks to you. Oh, I don't smoke strong cigars. You know, you should smoke a strong cigar every once in a while. Well, Ed, Ed would be somebody I, to say, I don't like big ring gate cigars. And I don't like box press cigars. Well, I just don't like the feel in the mouth. It freaks me out. So, but you Stop. have had a cigar that you loved that happened to be box pressed. Of course. Or, or big ring gate. Of course. I love it's, what this tastes like. I wish they had a It's just round not runners. my go-to. Yeah. I don't rule them out. I try right. them. So, but, and that's, that kind of speaks to my point, is that you don't rule them out. You're open to trying new things. I I've had you smoke it. 60 ring gauges before, and you're like, that, that's a great flavor. I'm gonna I try wish the, it was smaller. I'm going to try the Robusto. <laughs> yeah. The Robusto's not as good. There's something yeah. about the 60. And then there is people that love box press cigars, and they smoke it every day. That's, that's their thing. And, oh, do you have that in box press? You know, no. Yeah, take the box and put a weight on it. It'll be fine. Right. And yeah. then people will tell me, yeah, but it won't roll off the table. Well, you're solving a problem I've never had in my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not a ship captain. <laughs> right. right. In the 1500s. But, uh, but would we ever, of a person never smoked a cigar before, ever, and they come in and say, I never had a cigar before. I'm looking to try one. Hey, try a box per cigar. Specifically try a box press yeah. cigar, I doubt it. Yeah. It would be one of the options I offer to somebody. That never smoked a cigar before. Yeah, depending on you know, I'll get into it in a little bit. But it's not a disqualifier. A, there's a reason why I would introduce Padrone to a certain person. Okay. I wouldn't discredit Padrone for being box press. And you and you look at you know, I'm just saying box press, but you go right into Padrone because hey, that's the a, staple. It's of, the signature box press yeah. line. We have a Churchill to get through. Do you mind if we go through the lighter segment? <laughs> and By then the way, we can jump continue in this whatever conversation. you want. Jump in. Me and Barry having a conversation. So named cold, after. Cold drawer. Cherries. Maraschino cherries. I can see that. Almost can, almost can smell it. Almost like a cherry cola. That works that's with the syrup as well. Name. I might have to put the that's his maiden name in front of it so that he can never talk <laughs> over it. <laughs> so, uh, named after the Soviet satellite from 1957 that spent 21 days in orbit. This is the Vertigo Sputnik. There we go. You've got to flip this very futuristic, and I say futuristic. We're looking at something that looks like it's from 1957. It's vintage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's got three jets. It's got double wall protection, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and the whole damn thing 
is all tank. I didn't think that they were going to be able to hit this price point again for a lighter of this quality, but it's $9.99 for the Vertigo Sputnik. It's unbelievable. If you don't have a handful of these, you're out of your mind. Yeah. The Vertigo Sputnik. I remember when they first came out with one of them at 10 bucks. In a very short period of time, it was gone. Right. So, And this one's flying, too. Yeah. The Sputnik. Grab it while you can uh, because it was only 21 days in orbit, right? Yeah. It be only 21 days <laughs> in production. <laughs> well, they ain't making money on it. I'm making money on it. Yeah. How can they be making money on it? It's an unbelievable lighter. Yeah, They're doing badass. a good job. There's a nice so, weight to it. So this started off with, um, I got a uh, message from Cigar Journal Magazine, and mm. they are writing a story and asked um, how I handle Cigar Novice, asking for recommendations. So somebody comes into the store and says, okay, I'm a novice to cigar smoking, maybe never had it before, or I've had a few times, whatever, and I'm looking for recommendations. This happens all the time. On the daily. And um, what would you recommend and why? And interesting, I know the majority of people that listen to our show are seasoned cigar smokers. They've been around for quite a while. But it must happen to them as as a person that if somebody sees them smoking a cigar and say, oh, I never had a cigar before. I'd like to try a cigar or something. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we end up handling it and how should you end up handling it? Because our our reasoning for it, or my reasoning certainly is, for that person to have a good experience with cigars, because I'm hoping that they end up loving that's it. That's paramount. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, the whole idea. You see people on social media all the time. My wife's friends were over. They saw me smoking a cigar. They wanted a cigar. So I gave them my favorite cigar, the Cro-Magnon <laughs> Knuckle Dragon. Yeah. The guy took two puffs and put it down, and then the guy's complaining yeah. that the guy wasted a cigar. Right. No, that's not a cigar you're going to give to a novice. Absolutely. So that's Your the point. Your favorite cigar might not be the right choice. Yeah, right. Uh, just because you like it doesn't mean it's going to be the right thing for them. So you gotta you gotta think of it, and you're gonna build this new cigar buddy of yours. Your hope is that he ends up liking cigars, and he's gonna build as time goes on and um, see the world of cigars like mm-hmm. you did. Think about your first cigar you ever smoked, and somebody recommended or, or the reasoning behind you getting that cigar. Um, probably was a mild sweeter type of cigar you, you know you brought up the uh an acid or a, a flavored cigar or something yeah. not a bad call now nah, if somebody comes into the store i'm going to profile them as wrong as that might be if a guy comes in looking like dr johnny fever or rick ardito i'm bringing them right to upsetters and acid because they fit that 70s hippie gonna like the patchouli yeah that's, yeah that's what they want well, uh, i think that might be uh not the best idea I think I think you've got to get a little qualification going. Yeah, on. I mean, our friend Haywood was here wearing a tie dye shirt. Evidently, that wouldn't work with him because he's one of the biggest Padron smokers in the world. So I would fail in that aspect. Well, and and I've learned over thirty four years in retail, probably forty years in different retail, um, profiling is not a good idea because you are surprised, especially as years went on. I mean, how somebody dresses, you know, a guy would come in and he, he looks like a bum. And the next thing you know, he's buying a box of Atabay at $1,000. Mm-hmm. 
um, but he didn't look like he could. Um, well, they don't. People don't dress like that anymore. Uh, you know, the dot com days of people making millions of dollars and saying, "I never wear a tie." Well, you could have never been uh, a millionaire without next door. Yeah, that wasn't the case years ago, but it certainly is now. You, you look at somebody, and if you think you can judge him, you're, you're so. Out this of your guy mind. comes in the other day. Uh, I've seen him three times this week. The first time he comes in. He walks over and he gets a handful of desperados. It's a dollar fifty cigar. Yeah, cheap cigar. And he comes up and he says, "I was in the other day. You guys were busy. I forgot to tell you about my points account. Is there any way? I, this is all I smoke. Is there any way I could get my points credited for the other day?" And I said, "Of course, no problem." He comes in the next day and I see this Porsche Carrera pull in, <laughs> and the guy gets out with his same clothes that he had on the other day, paint stains on him and his painting shirt on. And I walk out and I go, that's an unbelievable car. And he gets out. I'm like, that's the guy. He smokes $1.50 cigars. Yeah. And he looks like he smokes $1.50 cigars, but he doesn't drive like he smokes $1.50 cigars. <laughs> I mean, how often does that happen? We'll see a Ferrari pull up or something. And then you kind of watch, okay, what are they going to buy? And more often than not, it's value cigars. The guy that owns. That, that's how can you can afford a car like that, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> you, you choose your. Uh... We have a. Uh, is my mic dead? There we go. Um, we have a, the guy that owns, I won't say his name, but he owns Bobcat in the Northeast. Yes. Every Bobcat dealership, he owns them all. Yeah. He smokes Dos Ombre. I mean, this guy is probably worth half a billion dollars and he smokes Dos Ombre. Yeah, $3 a cigar. See, I'm going to ask the guy some qualifying questions. I'm going to ask him, you know, does he enjoy a, adult libation? And if he says he enjoys bourbon, I'm going to bring him over to either Laura Aurora. Over your or, house. Or, yeah, <laughs> have him bring a bottle. Um, but, you know, Laura Aurora, which bourbon barrel ages, or Perdomo, which bourbon barrel ages. Guy tells me he likes. So he, he never smoked cigar before. Right. And, you know, he, he likes that bourbon taste. And you can pick up certain bourbon characteristics from both of those cigars. Uh, if a guy enjoys Lafroy, which is a very peaty scotch, yeah. I'm going to show him Kalanak because it's, it has that yeah. flavor that he's used to. Yeah. If a guy tells me he likes a high-end 25-year-old scotch, I'm going to show him Atabay, Davidoff, or Padron. Wow. So the guy never smoked a cigar before, and you're going to put him on a very expensive cigar. If he has expensive taste and he likes a very fine-aged whiskey... My thought process is he's going to prefer something that's very finely aged, not something that's rough around the edges, not something that's very, very boutique Nicaraguan. Do you believe in the in the thing that, like, you're not a wine drinker, and somebody opens a, a $500 bottle of wine, you want a glass of wine, Barry, you don't feel like it's wasted on you, that you're not going to appreciate a, a $500 bottle of wine? If I If I do not have the taste... That are higher end, it would be a waste of. But you do when it comes to cigars, you like high end cigars. I could find something enjoyable about it. I could enjoy the craftsmanship behind it. If you like something higher mm -hmm. end, you're going to find the the good qualities and high craftsmanship. I, my my problem is, I I never want to put a new guy on a very expensive cigar because I'm afraid, like you said, the other guy that you, you, you give him a Cro Magnon and stuff, and he puts mm -hmm. it down after two seconds. You sell the guy a $25 cigar, and he lights a cigar and says, ooh, it's not what I thought it was. I don't like this at all. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Right. Now, if the guy has an issue with the with the price or whatever, there are other options to show him. But if you like the best in scotches, 
rums or whatever. All right, I'm so, going to show you the best. So let's turn it over to you have a humidor at home with a whole bunch of cigars in it, and somebody comes over to your house and never had a cigar before. There you are smoking a cigar and say, Barry, I'd like to try a cigar today. Now, you got cigars from $2 in there to $20 in there. Guy happens to like high-end scotches and all the stuff. You give him a $20 cigar? If he likes cigar, a high-end scotch, I'm going to give him I'm gonna give him something mild, but something pricey. Really? You know, I will, I will take an educated risk on an Atabay or a Davidoff. If a guy asks me for a PBR, I'm going to give him a Dos Hombre. There is. Because he's a value guy. Yeah, yeah. There is something to somebody, and uh, I believe the term is bougie. That's somebody that's kind of high end and really? sort of high maintenance. Uh, my friend Jen, you know Jen, you met with her the other Friday. Sure. She is very bougie. She pays attention to matching her purse to her shoes, and she always dresses nice. And she was smoking tobacco special. And I said to her, Jen, I need you to try this. And I showed her the small size of Atabay because this cigar matches who you are as a person. Ah. I think you should try it. Now, that's and interesting. Every time she sees me, she comments that I ruined her because once she smoked Atabay, she ain't going back to <coughs> Tobacco Special. She's not smoking other stuff. She was at the Perdomo dinner, and she brought Atabays, and she gave the Perdomos to her husband, and she smoked Atabay. Yeah. Um. So the guy that drives in a Porsche, right, he's driving that type of car. But he's dressed like a painter because he is a painter. So he's he's confusing to himself. Why are you driving? He should be driving a paint truck, <laughs> you know, a, a pickup truck or something. Why is he driving? I dug that? into him a little bit. He won a $4 million scratch ticket. And <laughs> really? So, yeah, he's... <laughs> He's uh, kind of new money, so he's but just, he's yeah. not setting his money on fire. He invested it into a, a high-end Porsche, and yeah, I think it's his weekend. Always, always wanted the Porsche, yeah. and, but I'm used to smoking cheap cigars or whatever it is. How about you, Ed Sullivan? It has to happen to you. You're smoking cigars all the time. Buddy comes up to you and says, oh, I'd like to try a cigar sometime. Mm-hmm. So there's three that are go-to, and even when I was working in the store, you know, you can ask a whole bunch of questions, but I don't know if that gets you very far with a brand new cigar smoker, somebody who's never tried it before. So I always stick mild and flavorful, right? And Connecticut is kind of my go-to. Mild and flavorful, though. You can get good flavor out of a, a mild cigar. You can. You know, and the three I always went to, depending on their price point, if they really don't want to spend a lot of money. Well, you go to the Dos Ombre, you know, Dos Ombre, Connecticut. Usually I'll go to a Robusto. It's, you know, the right size. It's not small, not big. Or I think uh, La Giana gives you a good option in a mild cigar that's got good flavor to it. And if they want to go a little higher in price, I like Hammer and Sickle for a new cigar smoker. Yeah. Now, the, the La Giana option is interesting because that gives you a chance to discuss natural versus Maduro. Right. Because the blends are so similar, just that outside leaf. But it's interesting you're putting somebody onto a Honduran cigar. Mm-hmm. Would, would you pick a country? Would you, would, you know, to somebody like that? <coughs> if, we, if you had Cuban cigars, would you put somebody onto a Cuban well, cigar? It's odd because the other Honduran that works well is the Aladino Connecticut, yeah. I think, is mild enough for anybody. It's got good flavor. And somebody new to cigars isn't going to have that misconception 
of Honduran tobacco. I mean, 20 years ago, Honduran to me just wasn't coming up with good tobacco or good cigars. It's changed so yeah, you much over the years. You don't get that Honduran bite like you used to get. Yeah. It's very, very similar to well-aged Nicaraguan tobacco. And, but what that person wants is, I'd, I want to, you know, that would be the question that say, are these Cubans? You know, this is somebody that doesn't know. No, that's Honduran. Honduran, really. Dominican? Oh, I vacationed in the Dominican Republic before. Oh, these Dominican <laughs> cigars. Is the country of origin, though, a selling point to somebody who's a novice? Well, I mean, do, do, we, do we even discuss and start confusing them with Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican? To me, that's something comes when a person's more educated or more into the hobby of smoking cigars. There's something, too, as well. This person is a brand-new smoker. They have no misconceptions, as Barry said. And really what they're looking for is somebody to be knowledgeable you don't want to give them too much information because it's going to go over their head in most cases. So I like that conversation to last about five minutes. Walk around. I like to discuss price point. Where are you comfortable being? And I don't know how much cigars cost. They're from yes, 4 to $40. You, right. So you pick where you're comfortable being. Uh, I like $10. Okay, so let's be around that $10 price point. You know, you could show somebody something like the CLE Connecticut. <coughs> and the Box that, pressed. No, no, no. This is the, the new Connecticut. It's okay. in the round, and it has the 1118 size. All right. The 1118 size would be one that I would show them. No kidding. And here's the reason, because of the flavor changes. You may smoke a, a thinner cigar and not like the way it tastes, and when that gets to be bulbous, it could be delicious. It could go the other way around, but there's flavor changes built in, and I think it's important for Pete, new cigar smokers to know that that is going to happen. Okay. Would you recommend the new person to come in for a cigar, a flavored or infused cigar right off the bat? I wouldn't. If they look like Dr. Johnny Fever, I would. Ed? No. And I would not either. I may go with something with a sweet tip. I may do that. But I wouldn't want to start them off with a flavored cigar. They came in for, for a cigar. You know, and I'd try to go traditional with them right off the bat. Um, when they come back and say, yeah, I, I thought it was a little heavy, blah, 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 blah. You want to try, you know, and, and then maybe go to the coffee or type of thing and, like that. But, and I think that's a, a good point, especially if it's a buddy of yours you're smoking with. Get their feedback as they're smoking it. Is there something they don't like about it? Is there something they like about it? And even in the shop, if they're hanging around. It's good to check in and just see, okay, this is something they didn't like about this. Maybe next time, give them a recommendation for something different. See, when I met my wife, I met her in, in a cigar bar where her friend was the bartender. Yeah. And she didn't smoke cigars. And the second time we were hanging out, I hadn't yet asked her out. And she's like, you know, I think I want to try a cigar. But she was asking her friend for all these fruity drinks. So I showed her a Java. Okay. Just because she was wanted the sweetness in her alcohol, so I'm thinking the sweetness in the cigar might work for her, and in that case, it did. And now, so you now recommended she, her the cigar, and that's what she smoked she the first time? She smoked the first time for the job the first few months, and then she switched over to Hammer and Sickle, All right. and then I made the mistake of introducing her to a special R from Davidoff, and now my wife loves $20 cigars. There we go. Perfect. Uh, would you recommend a new cigar smoker a full-bodied cigar ever? That's a loaded question. Yeah. So mm -hmm. let's say our friend Damon, who's in the audience, came in, and 
I'm not going to profile him because he's a biker guy. He's dressed like a biker. He's got the chain wallet. He's got that look. But I'm going to talk to him about, do you like spicy foods? Oh, I love spicy foods. The mm -hmm. spicier, the better. I already have an indication from him that a mild cigar may not be enough. <coughs> I'm probably not going full on, full bodied, but I'm going to pick something that's got a little spice to it, a little kick, uh, maybe a Perdomo Sun Grown as his first cigar, because it's going to match up to what he we already know about him. That he so likes. the questioning is a big thing that I do, that I want to know. I don't know the person that came in. Yeah, never saw him before. So even if somebody's buying a, a cigar for a gift for someone, it's Christmas time, they come in, oh, I got to buy for my next-door neighbor a cigar. You ever see the cigar he smokes or anything? No, no idea. Dark or light, nothing. Long or short, no, nothing. Okay, so now I'm going to qualify, and I'm going to say, do you know how he drinks his coffee? Is it black? Is it espresso? Is it uh, extra cream, extra sugar? Now you're going to end up indicating, oh, you know, he's an extra cream, extra sugar guy. Okay. You ever see him drink beer? Yeah. Does he drink heavy beers or does he drink uh, light beer? Yeah, he drinks light beer. Okay. Another indicator of how he is. Then it's actually going to be body shape to me because I got to pick a size for this guy. Uh, what's he look like? He's a short, little stocky guy. Robusto, <laughs> right? He's um, he's a he's six foot seven, four hundred pounds. It's not going to be a Robusto. It's not going to be a Lonsdale or anything. Why? It's a Lancero for me. Yeah, but I, I would never. You're pick what that we call the anomaly. Yeah, Clarence. I would never yeah. pick it. Um, you know, and then again, I don't think I'm going to ever pick a big giant cigar for anyone. Nah, because it's such first a, time out, yeah, and it's such yeah. a niche. Plus, it, Market, you're talking you know? about a two-hour thing. The guy never smoked a cigar before. You're going to put him into a two-hour mm -hmm. thing? No, I'm going to end up, you know, something small, nothing bigger than a Toro mm -hmm. uh, would I do, and, and not too big of a ring gauge either. Uh, and speaking of ring gauge, would you recommend a big ring gauge to a new cigar smoker? Hmm. Or to anybody that says, what would you recommend? Are you going to throw them onto a 60 or above? On somebody that's I don't know about above, but there is there is a, there are a few times when you get a different flavor experience <clears throat> out of the sixty ring gauge, and the one that comes to mind is back to back. I've smoked all three sizes. I don't the robusto. It's not that the robusto is bad. There's just not enough going on flavor wise. The seventy is an awkward size. It's too big. The sixty is just right. In it's the Nicaragua, amazing that we have turned into. If you go back to this show. Oh, From 10 years ago, yeah, there's no way I was smoking a 60. Nor will we ever say, and, and the 60 is just right. No, we were looking at 60s and saying, oh, my God. It's a cartoon things. cigar. Right. See, I think bigger ring gauge and smaller ring gauges are something you grow into as you become more familiar with cigars. I don't think you start somebody off on something thin like a Lancero or a Lonsdale or on something bigger like a 60 or 70. I'm sure the first cigar I ever smoked was probably a 42 ring gauge because yeah. everything, everything in those days was. was everything was. Yeah, the first cigar I smoked was probably a Corona Gorder. So 50 anyway. Yeah, 48, 50, 47 yeah. to 50, or 46 to 50. Do you remember you size-wise? No, you picked it out for me. But you don't remember what size no. it was? Probably 50-ish or something like that. Um I wouldn't even recommend a Churchill to anybody. I'll say this. You picked out my very first cigar that I ever smoked and the day I turned 18. You don't remember the interaction, but it was whatever it was that I smoked. I don't remember the name, but it was 
a good cigar, and I stuck with cigar smoking from then right. forward. Well, that and being in the business, that is my job. That's what I'm trying to do. But I'm saying, you as a consumer yourself, you got a buddy of yours or somebody says, "I want to try a cigar." I'm trying to help them. Sure. You know, and not you're smoking the heavy, full-bodied stuff. Don't do that unless you you unless you want the guy never to bum a cigar off you again. It's, right. That's the idea. Okay. Yeah. Give him give him the double a hero, LFD. No, the guys that are smoking smoke again. the guys that are smoking stronger cigars should have a couple mild cigars in their humidor so that when someone comes over, you have something to offer them. You, cigar smoking is so much better with other people. Yeah. The act of sharing, the act of, of having something to do during the lulls in conversation. Maybe you make a new friend. Even in your travel case, you should have, and I do, I have a couple yeah. tucked away on the side that I'm probably never going to smoke, but somebody says, hey, you have a cigar? Here, try this. So, yeah, I'm going to make the argument for a new cigar smoker, the shorter the better, because I don't think a novice cigar smoker realizes yes. the commitment of time right. to a cigar. Have them wanting more at the exactly. end of it. Exactly. Is, is the idea of it. So sh- uh, shorter. How about torpedo? Would you ever give, or any shape cigar on a first time out? If the guy is unsure about what he wants in terms of size, I might go to torpedo or bellicoso. Yeah. You know, just cut a little bit more, even though I don't really recommend cutting it past a certain point. Yeah. But if you feel it's too thin, you can always cut off another eighth of an inch and make it a little bit bigger. Only if there's a sense of uncertainty from the consumer. Yeah. It, this has happened to you, right? That you given cigars out to people who never had a cigar before. I've done it th- yeah. thousands of times, and um, you know somebody comes over or something in holidays and things like that. Oh, I'd like to try a cigar. All of a sudden, there's twenty people wanting to try a cigar, and it, and it's uh, small, mild. Yeah. Um, and eight out of ten times, they'll ask me for one for the road. Well, so then I know I did the right thing. All right. If all they're right. asking you for another one before your barbecue or whatever is over. You made the right decision. All right. How about a, you know, now here's somebody you you like uh, the person that's asking you very much and you'd love them to get into cigars with you and they ask for a cigar and it's the first time and you've been waiting for them to say, come on, I'm going to have a cigar with you. Would you recommend them or give them a limited release cigar? No. Because if they like it, you want them to be able to have it again. That's right. That's if you right. give somebody something limited release, but you're trying they to can make, never get it again. You're you trying to be off. special to them, give them no. something special, yeah. but it becomes the wasted cigar to me again yeah. of uh, the $500 bottle of wine that you're giving me. It's a waste. Please don't do that because I, I don't know my wines, and I'm not going to know the difference between a $10 bottle and the $500 bottle. And this limited release thing that you, you're telling them how great it is is something he can't appreciate. Yeah, I'm go- and I'm going selfish on that point. Limited release type stuff is something that you share with someone that you already have a bond with and you already know this is up their alley. Yeah. And this is why you're going to share it with them. A new cigar smoker, I have this Connecticut shade for you. You'll love it. Well, you're saying Connecticut Shade. Would you ever go as far as to their first cigar, recommend a Maduro? Yeah, a milder Maduro. Really? You could. Yeah, again, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to get into your qualifying questions, and you find out that but the it, guy likes fuller-bodied wines. and Dark beers. He wants dark, dark beers. He drinks his coffee black. A Connecticut Shade tends to be on the drier side. So if I had – I do. I have La Giana Maduro in my humidor, so – that's the one that I would recommend. My daughter. I had her smoke her first Maduro the other day. I but gave not her-, her first cigar. No. And working in the store all the years you've been working in here, have you ever recommended a new cigar smoker a Maduro? 
if they're getting a few cigars, if they're just getting one, no. But if they're getting a few cigars, I, and I, and listen, I push people onto Maduro that only smoke light cigars because they think that all the Maduros are strong cigars and it's not. So you know, we do it in the cigar yep. school thing and stuff, and don't ever be afraid of the dark cigars because it's not necessarily the case. But when it comes to a a new person right out of the gate, I've never done it. I, I don't want them to be turned off or look at it and say, oh, my God, no, uh, maybe I'm, I don't want this for a cigar. You know, in the, in, the, in the conversation, if the person says that they like things with bold flavors, if, if somehow it came up, they like, you know, really gritty coffee, like a Turkish coffee, I might be apt to lean them toward a more fuller-bodied cigar. It all depends a lot on the responses from the individual. Yeah. Like I a guy that likes Turkish coffee isn't going to like, uh, say, an Oliva, Connecticut. Yeah. So I, I had a guy last month come in, and he, after kind of having a conversation with him, I could tell he has a slightly obsessive personality. He's somebody that goes in all the way. So I got the basket, and we start walking around, and I spent more than five minutes with him because I could tell he was going to be into this. And we went country by country, and we did mild and medium. And I think by the end, I think he did end up with one full body because he asked, he wanted to try it. And okay, give it a try. There you go. Uh, and we went from low end to high end. And this way, over the next week or so, he'd be able to smoke a, a sampling of just about everything in the store. Yeah. And then be able to report back what he liked. And then we narrow it in. Exactly. At that point. How about the cigar we're smoking? The United Cigar, box pressed, natural, Churchill. First time out. Somebody asked in on Facebook Live if we would ever recommend this in a Robusto. I might recommend it in the Robusto if a person likes a, a, a rum or a bourbon. Like, I think this would pair really well with a Florida de Cogna rum. The only reason why I wouldn't is I would not go to a box press on the first go around with somebody. I don't think. I, I don't. I don't remember ever doing it. Well, I would. I would show them two options. Let them make the decision. Yeah. Want to try a square cigar? You know, the problem with box press cigars is people that smoke round cigars all the time, and you give them a box press, they say, oh, "I'm not comfortable with the feel mm -hmm. in my mouth," like Ed Sullivan saying, because he smoked so many round cigars and so did for so many years. The good thing about a new guy is he's not used to that at all. So mm -hmm. a box press, but then would it become? Oh, I'm not used to that. I like a, a square cigar. Well, there's not all that many choices when it comes to box press compared to, right. to natural. So I think I would end up going, uh, as far as flavor-wise or anything, there's nothing overpowering with this. Uh, it's not too mild or anything. It's a, it's a medium-bodied uh, yeah. uh, for any type of thing. I don't know about it as a first time out. Uh, my biggest problem is because it's box pressed. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't 100% rule it out, but it probably yeah. wouldn't be my go-to. But you know, I consider it. You know the high end root beers. Yeah, high end. You're like three, four dollars for a bottle of root beer. I mean, they, they they brew it in small batches. This has the aftertaste. It's the regular taste of this is like the aftertaste of root one beer. of those high end I root get beers. It. I get it. I hate to say I agree with him. Yeah, yeah I do. It's a little root beerish happening here. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, does size really matter to a newcomer? How about sex? Man I'll, or I'll a take woman? Some of that. Uh, how, what, <laughs> Same question, man or a woman. There we go. <laughs>
And how do you recommend a cigar for a seasoned cigar smoker? Somebody who smokes lots of cigars and have been for a long period of time. We'll go through that. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. 
Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We have Terrence on next week. We yeah, have an we experience and a half with him. We'll get to that. But right now we're back. We're smoking the United Cigar Churchill Natural and picking out cigars for great experience for a new cigar smoker. Uh, welcome back, everybody. But um, let me ask you, uh, Jonathan, you work in the store every day and people come in. You do this often. Uh, is there a difference between a man or a woman that comes in and asks for a new cigar, new cigar smoker, and they want to try something? Is it going to be a different thing because they're a man or a woman? It becomes so much more important to be accurate with your questions. Women can see, taste, and smell 11% more than men on the top and bottom of all three spectrums. So it, it, I'm probably not going to give a woman, even if she says... Listen, I need it to be a $5 cigar. That's what, I, that's what I'm comfortable spending. I'm probably going to really push to get into the $7, $8 range because you're going to get, with a slight increase in money, you're going to get better aged tobacco. There's going to be less likely that yeah. she'll have that sting in the back of the throat, which she's going to be susceptible to more than a man would. Yeah. When we talk about uh, price of a cigar, um, when it comes to somebody says, I want a $5 cigar or a $10 cigar, You know, the difference between a $5 cigar and a $10 cigar can be pretty dramatic. When it comes to a $10 cigar... It's almost a, twice as good to yeah. go to $10. When you go from $10 to $20, it is not twice as it's good. Not. 
it's better, but it doesn't become now. Yeah, it's 20, 30 percent better. You're, it you're, gets smaller and smaller, and you get to from twenty to thirty or something, and it's you know you got to at that point, and I, I'd imagine that's the same when it comes to wines and mm-hmm. high end spirits. You, the real crap is at the low price, and then it, it gets. I read an article about better. wine that said once you hit the thirty dollar price point, you're at the most expensive grape. You've got the best fermentation. It doesn't get any better than that. Now you're dealing with what do they wrap it in? What's the label look like? How much are they going to charge for it? But at $30 and up, there's not much difference. Yeah. Now, now you got to really know your stuff. Right. And I would say that over $10, you got to know your stuff mm-hmm. to, to know it's dramatically different. We had uh, a woman come in with her daughter. Uh, in fact, I called you down. She said... If to her daughter, every time they drove by, if we ever see that cigar smoking that's sticking yes, out of the yeah. building, we're going to come in and buy a cigar. And they came in, and I believe they left with Aladino, Connecticut. All the questions All right. that I asked them, they liked milder foods. I remember, I remember chicken them both. versus steak. You know, they yeah, were they were fun. They liked things that were bland. They were fun people. But, yeah, uh, and that was that was the winner. All right. Um, which criteria plays a bigger role in your recommendation? Size, strength, price, brand, anything else? It's going it, to, it starts at price. And, you know, some people would say never go to price with, with a person asking, you know, you're asking all the questions and, you know, do you want to p- pigeonhole, especially a new cigar smoker, because the problem is they don't know how much cigars cost. Correct. You know, it's so funny that they have no idea if cigars are 25 cents or $25. But what, if what you say to somebody, cost? if you say to somebody, listen, you know, where are you comfortable? You're asking someone to light a $10 bill on fire. So what's the what's your what what is your, what are you comfortable lighting on fire? Uh, you know what I could I could I can afford ten dollars on so, this. So you go, so you go to a Indian restaurant. You've never been to an Indian restaurant before, and you say so. I never had Indian food before. So give me the cheapest thing on the menu. It's not probably a good idea, nah. right? See, for me, you go to strength first, and then once in the proper strength category, you look at the different options. I wouldn't want somebody's first experience, and I know it, it happens to most people, their first experience is a domestic machine-made cigar or something. What a shame. Mm-hmm. And then they end up saying, I don't like cigars. That, that isn't well, a cigar. Domestic cigars sell in the billions, so yeah. I, I think enough people But it's a whole like different it. world. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And I don't, want, I don't want somebody to buy a $20 cigar, as I'm saying they come in, but I don't want them to buy the cheapest cigar out there. I'm trying to get them to end up seeing at least this is what cigar smoking is about. So I think we got to get into a $7, $8 cigar anyway. Easily. Easily. Yep. I might even go just a, a, a tad higher. I mean, if you look at the Aladino, Connecticut, it's going to be a tad higher than $7. Yeah, yeah it's 10 bucks. But even, you know what? Uh, and I also want to show them the mecca of cigars for uh, a, a shade wrapper cigar. I want to show them the Atabay. Well, and when we do take people around and we're showing, you know, again, somebody comes in at Christmas time and says, yeah, show me cigars. There's 1,100 open boxes mm-hmm. here. Show you cigars. Oh, my God. Yeah, we've got to be able to eliminate yeah. some of these. So, so we're going to show you three, or I'm going to show you three. And say, okay, just so you see, his different country of origins, his different sizes, his different strength profiles, and of the three I just said, what do you think? Well, then it comes down to, unfortunately, oh, I like what this label looks like. Yeah. And, and that's a shame. 
That's a shame because labels play such an important role. They do, and really to them, I think a cert- to, to a certain degree, this segment is splitting hairs because cigars have never been better. Yeah, it, it would be difficult to find a bad cigar in the shop. A bad cigar. Hey, one of the first comments on Facebook was like, hey, with the new band, this cigar has more flavor. <laughs> yeah. And we said tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But he wasn't far off from a lot of people's it, it, thinking. Listen, we changed La Giana for its 25th anniversary. We changed the packaging on La Giana. We always moved a lot of La Giana, but we sold six months worth of La Giana in a couple of weeks <laughs> because the packaging changed. The cigar did not change at all. No. Did not. It's been 25 years. It's the same exact cigar. It always has been. Uh, believe me, when they when they came in, the first thing I did was open it up and I lit a few different sizes of them, and in the natural in the Maduro to make sure I was getting yeah, the were, same exact thing. It was a week. You weren't smoking anything else, yeah. just to make sure. I just want to make sure it's exactly the same. Which, of course, it's the same thing. Actually, they made the cigars while they were waiting for packaging. The cigars were all made and stored, and they aged very well, and everything was perfect. They were better than normal. Something that Damon touched on in our audience here, our biker friend, was uh, the importance of going over cutting and lighting. And this is something that I do with a new cigar smoker. Show them the cap. Show them how you could possibly cut too much and how that's going to cause a bad experience. I always recommend the perfect cutter that has the closed back so they can't mess it up. And then when it's time to graduate, I'll show you another cutter, but this is the one you want to use now. Kind of like training Training wheels. wheels, And then show them how to seal the binder to the wrapper and, and toast that foot and not scorch the wrapper because, as he pointed out, a Maduro is going to be much more forgiving Yeah, it, to being scorched a little bit. A Connecticut Shade, once you scorch it, it tastes like soot, yeah. and that's the taste you're going to have the whole cigar. Right. Uh, and But typically, they're, they're getting a cigar for tonight, and they're leaving with it as opposed to I would love them to sit in the store and right. actually smoke the first cigar in here and sit with them. And help them out, but uh, a lot of times they end up leaving. So, well, I show them. I I always have a cigar going, yeah. so I show them how to cut and light on my cigar. Good, this and, is how you do it. And you cigar shop owners that are there help educate the the new guy because you want a new cigar customer after this over. So the best experience they can possibly have that night with that cigar. Make sure they have a lighter. Make sure they have a cutter. Do you have one? Of course they don't. Don't try to sell them the $50 lighter and the and $100 cutter. The $10 Sputnik will do just fine. Right. Right. And the new smoker's more receptive to learning. I mean, how many times have you seen the guy come in who's been smoking 30 years oh, yeah. and just cuts above the cap all the time and been doing it wrong all this time yep the other thing that i do when they buy a lighter again this is a new cigar smoker but and i do it for anyone that buys a lighter i myself tune the lighter so that the flame has been adjusted to the proper height it's been bled out it's filled with gas this lighter is ready to go for the next 30 lights and send them off so that they can have the best experience they can and you might as well show them how they want to fill it correct you know because otherwise you're going to be doing that yeah when you're busy and they come back and say it doesn't work spend a little time with these people help them out and we're going to have the the next generation of cigar smokers if we can work with them but let's talk now about the seasoned cigar smoker now it's different we a new customer comes into your store or we're dealing with somebody um that's been smoking cigars for years and years and they're making their way around and grabbing a whole bunch of singles or say just give me a box of what i always smoke or something um you know and what we try to do is the add-on you know add a cigar onto that person or something that new to show them the new thing that just came out 
where do you handle that based on what they're smoking? What so they- this is interesting. We did the event with Nick Perdomo, yep. and part of the deal was uh, you got a, a four-pack of cigars if you bought a box of cigars. Yes. So if the guy got the Connecticut, I gave him a four-pack of the Sun Grown. I didn't ask him. I just gave him a four-pack of the Sun Grown and said, you have 24 Connecticut's here. I want you to try the, the Sun Grown and come back and tell me what you think of it. This will give you a chance for free to try something new. And they were all receptive to it. If the guy had sun grown, I gave him a Duro or I gave him a Connecticut. Try this. This might be your other cigar. Yeah. And granted, this is within Perdomo. Yeah. But I like bouncing around. I mean, I love his sun grown. That's my favorite. But I'll smoke his Connecticut and I'll smoke his Maduro. And it's a nice little change of pace. And that's something I think seasoned cigar smokers miss out on. We, right? have, we have a great POS system here that shows customer purchases. Yeah. So if a guy tells me he wants to try something new, I'm going to look at his recent purchase history and i'm going to ask him if he wants to go a little bit milder or a little bit stronger and then do a recommendation based upon what he's smoking. i want him to try something new and sometimes people will look at it as he's always trying to branch with me so i no, i'm always trying to add something new to there because i'm trying to make this guy's life in the cigar world better than it is now right you go to a restaurant you don't always order the same thing yeah you know, sometimes you're going to listen to the specials and you go, you know what? That sounds good. I'm going to have that. Yeah. Same thing in a cigar shop. We're going to list the specials. We're going to tell you what's smoking good. We're going yeah. to mention some of the things we might like because we want you to yeah, get, order off get the your menu. Reg- get yeah. it off the menu. Get your regular right. thing and then try this recommended based on the experience we've had with thousands of people over over lots and lots of years and Obviously, I'm not trying to give him something that he's not going to like. We're trying our best to make it so that he comes back and says, that was really good. And remember that and say, what else do you recommend? And that's what ends up ends up happening after a while, that somebody, a seasoned cigar smoker turns into, okay, I'm getting these. What else do you recommend? That's because he went through it a couple of times already with us. And then, now to get in the habit of asking, all right, what do I want to add to this? Yep. And, and now we get to, oh, try this, try that. It, it, it's great if they come back and say, yeah, I wasn't crazy mm-hmm. about that one because of this. Yeah. Then you can point them in a different direction. Yeah. There's, a, there's a whole world out there of different cigars. Uh, the biggest pushback I think we get is somebody that smokes full of bodied cigars, and then you're showing them a Connecticut. You can see the, I'm not interested at all in this. And sometimes I I want to continue to push it. I want you to try this because you're missing a whole thing. Try it in the morning. Have one of these. Get get the small size and try this in the morning. I think you're going to end up liking it. And I have so much success over the years of somebody coming back and saying, okay, now that's my go-to morning thing. How did you know that? Years and years of experience of different customers. Not yep. necessarily me. That it, it, These aren't cigars that I happen to love. I just know that you're going to love it based on what you smoke. See, my, my secret weapon on that is the Perdomo small batch, the little one, yeah. right? Because sometimes you tell them, okay, it's getting to be winter. You want a short smoke? Try something different. I, I, I spent a couple of days with Nick this week, and I went to that um, towards the end of the day yesterday uh, only because somebody – Came in, bought two boxes of them. Happens to be Santa Claus. Oh, yes. Santa. Santa yeah. <laughs> I probably could have guessed. And I said, you know, I always forget about this. Yep. That guy always buys my box anyway. And I went over and I grabbed it. And um, it was unbelievable. I yep. forgot about it. Well, it's, and- it's too small for a go-to for me. 
Yeah. But boy, is it good. And Jonathan knows uh, I'm good for a couple of boxes of those a month. And I usually smoke much fuller bodied, but sometimes end of the day, it's a good commute length smoke for me. Boy, it was good. Oh, yeah. It was a lot, good. That's a Connecticut with a ton of flavor. Now, right, not all Connecticut's are created equal. Yeah. You know, when we named our cigar of the year, the Agonarsa Connecticut, there were a lot of full body cigars like, oh, I'll never smoke that. But once we were able to break them down and get them to yeah. try it, they're like, all right. That's a good cigar. It's not your grandfather's Connecticut. Some people would think we're crazy that, you know, mm. a guy's on this and just leave him alone and that's it. He, he's on that. And, and why would you have a problem with it? Because I actually want them to enjoy it even more. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to, you like a full body cigar. We're not going to recommend Baccarat. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Baccarat. But if you're a full body smoker, you're not going to like it. But yes, it is a great beginner yeah, cigar. Great beginner cigar. Um, does price matter? For the seasoned smoker, you're going to take them on to a price range that they are uncomfortable with, either too high or too low. I think Certainly you, you not test the waters on that, right? If you know, okay, this is where they usually smoke. If there's a good recommendation that's a little bit more money, it's perfectly fine to tell them, hey, this is a little bit more than what you usually smoke, but I think this is something you'll like. <clears throat> I made Nick smoke a cigar while he was here. Somebody else's cigar. They typically don't like to do that in front of people. None of the manufacturers do. But he was willing to do it right on the sales floor. And you know what it was? El Talio. <laughs> Curious to his reaction. Because I was very interested in right. his reaction, yeah. too. Because here's something very, very different. And he looked at it. He says, oh, it looks like an Indonesian wrapper. And he's smelling it. And he goes, what is this? It, you know. And I said, well, I want you to try it. I don't want to tell you anything about it. There's no band on it or anything like right. that. And he lit it up, and he says, well, this is different on the first <laughs> puff because it is different. This is a, a all-stem filler, uh, flattened stems. Of, you know, he didn't know, and he's smoking it. And, um, wow, this is Well, different. he knew by looking at the foot, this is short fill. Yeah. You know, he, the, the amount of knowledge that the guy had, and from the first Before puff, lighting, yeah. from the first puff he had – the fillers identified, even though they he didn't say they were stems, but yeah. he had the countries, yeah. what the seed strain was, what they're using for a binder underneath the yeah. wrapper, which was binder grade. I mean, he yeah. was... But it wasn't that, you know, and I wanted to stop him from that. Stop analyzing this and tell him, yeah. Can't stop that. Yeah, I want you to can't tell, stop, tell me flavor-wise, how's it tasting or whatever, but he was letting us know that he knew what was going on until, all right, I'm going to take one apart for you because this, if you ever buy that little five-pack of what it is, you have that with people and you save one because you've got to actually take, take the take it apart, cut cut it in the center and open it up and show the people uh, what's inside, which is the, the stems of the cigar. But, you know, you'd think, wow, I have Nick Perdomo. Let, let, let me have a Atabay with him or a Byron or something high end. But I actually went the other way. And the same thing happens with a seasoned cigar smoker for me. I'm not necessarily taking a, a guy that's on a $10 cigar and showing him a $15 cigar. I may take that $10 guy and show him a $5 cigar that I think he's going to like, but he may stay away from it because it's $5. I'm not even going to try that. It's only $5. It's not the case sometimes. No, I, I think that you're going to like this a lot. Try one of them to see what you think. Whatever. And, and other retailers may look at that and say, you're crazy to end up doing that. My whole job is to make the smoking experience for the consumer to be it's, evolving. It's a long-term plan. Yeah, evolving and changing as it's going on. I mean, some good examples of that, of something to show somebody that's on a $10, $12 full-bodied cigar is the Intemperance or the Charter Oak. 
Mm. You know, he got two cigars mm-hmm. that are between six to seven dollars that are worthy of a look at if you want to try something maybe a little bit lower. I, I may put a charter oak on for somebody that's a new cigar smoker. Uh, Connecticut, also. Connecticut. Yeah, that's actually a good yeah. choice too. In temperance, a little heavier, but not bad. Right, more for the season guy. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend anything from Skip's line uh, to a novice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you think of United Cigar Churchill? I, I got a, not, another hour left on this if I want to. <laughs> yeah, it's, a cer- it's certainly a long smoke. A lot of flavor. That uh, root beer taste is uh, pretty consistent all the way through. Interesting about the Churchill, it seemed to hit its flavor pocket at the six-inch mark, and I would have expected that to happen at the five-inch mark. So I think they put the tips closer to the end because it built up in strength a little bit at, at a Toro size. And you say medium body? Straight yeah. medium? Straight medium? Straight medium as far as the body goes and then also the strength. Yeah. And I think it would pair really good with um, a 12-year-old Glenfiddich or even a uh, a little bit of a rougher rum like uh, Flor de Cagna. Um, and the finish on this is very similar to that of Flor de Cagna. Now, how about you with United... Would it, you tend to go more to the Maduro or the natural? I like the natural. I always go to the natural. We were just talking a few seconds ago during the break. I'm going to smoke the Maduro after the show because I always forget about the Maduro. I always go natural when it comes to the cigar. So just, I'll grab up the Maduro from time to time, yeah. but I have a, a much more enjoyable experience with the natural. Because when it comes to Padron, another box press cigar, it's reverse. It, it's reversed. Mm-hmm. Always. So it's not reverse for you. You gave the natural I'm principle talking- a one hundred. <laughs> That's the anniversary. This I would compare to the thousand line on the thousand series. You're the most inconsistent on the person I've series, ever met in my entire life. On the thousand series, I'm going to lean toward Maduro. Keep backpedaling. On the twenty sixth, I'm going to lean toward the Maduro. You're going to trip and fall off. But the on stage. the sixty four, natural all day, every day. Okay. All right, let's go to break. Get your facts straight. There we go. When we come back, there'll be more uh, of these guys uh, playing with each other, even through the break. But uh, we have a handful of boxes of Mi Carita Firecracker 2019s left. And uh, I am pleased to be able to make the announcement of the 2020 Firecracker when we return. Uh, We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create 
this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's Cigar Journal. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. 
Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras, from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. <coughs> and we are back with our number two. We're picking the right cigars for the novice smokers and out a seasoned smoker. And uh, each year I pick a manufacturer for the firecracker, and we've done it again for 2020. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I'm going to put this cigar to the side because I have another hour with this one. Uh, after Nothing and i'd like to that. say for the after show but we already did the after show the okay. after show is already done uh we did it before the show and we did it because there's a big hurricane coming to miami and uh nick perdomo was up here as, as we said uh earlier in the show and while we had him here we said why not um, do the after show and be able to have him on there. And out of respect for that and more, we are having a Perdomo for the next hour. So tell us about this, Barry. So today's so today's second cigar is the Perdomo 20th anniversary, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. Uh, we're smoking the 5x56 Robusto, and it features a Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. A single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box of 24 is $179.99, which is a savings of almost $36, or just over 16% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You know how the sense of smell is the most powerful sense as far as being able to bring you back? Yeah. This is back in Nicaragua. On the tour, yeah, in the curing barn, specifically the curing barn. Unreal. This smells like Perdomo's factory. Yeah. If you want to know what Perdomo's factory smells like, pick up a 20th Maduro and just smell the outside wrapper. We got a toothy wrapper. It's a beautiful looking. His, it looks like a piece of leather. His bands are the best. You know, he only has two vaults. He has the vault that has his bands, and he has a vault that has his seeds. That's it. All the tobacco. Everything uh, else is out in the open. We'll make more. <laughs> Leaves cash on his desk. Just don't worry about that. Let's we protect have, the bands. We have Don Brennan from Cigar City in Massachusetts a here man. with us today uh, with his son. Stop by to see the show. Uh, he is a good guy right there. Um, but, yeah, these bands are unbelievable. These are the ones they make in Holland. Um, so there is a difference when you end up looking at the gold on this band compared to the gold on other bands. You see yeah. how it's almost a mirror shine, uh, beautiful high gloss, high gloss. Uh, okay, let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by 
Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. That was a question in the after show I was going I was meaning to ask him of you know, started off with Perdomo Cigars. What do they stand for? Let's see if he. <laughs> I once said that to Roy Kirby, his rep, and uh, he was uh, just staring at me like, I don't know where to, where to go with this. Well, it's kind of an out of the left field question. <laughs> but one thing I'll say about uh, Perdomo Cigars is they draw every damn time. 100% because they draw test every single one. I can taste the bourbon, bourbon barrel aged barrel on the cold draw. A little bit of that char, that sweetness, a little spice. This um, is too full full body for me before I even light it. You just got to stop with that nonsense. But but it is. You got to stop with that. You got to have I'm going to smoke it slow. Put your your big boy panties on. Be a man. I'm going to smoke it slow. Smoke some. Not a cigar I would recommend to a novice cigar smoker. Probably not. Is a cigar I'd I'd recommend to a seasoned cigar smoker. Try this. Um, and let's do it. Let's light her up. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Sputnik. The Vertigo Sputnik has a flip top. It has double wall protection so the sides don't heat up. It's got three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank and an easy adjustment wheel for the low price of $9.99. Will this take the Vertigo over? Vertigo Sputnik. Will this take over from the... Um Volcano, not um, the cyclone is the one you're thinking of. Yes. And I, I honestly don't think it'll kill cyclone sales because not everybody wants a tank this big. It's it, not a table lighter. It's it's definitely a pocket lighter. It's still pocket lighter size, but it's it's quite a bit bigger than the cyclone. There's just too much of a, a gas tank there. It's just too too. Yeah, much. I'll take the one with the small tank. Yeah. <laughs> For me, this is kind of a replacement to the rocket. Yeah, yeah, the rocket had a big tank. And uh, while you guys are lighting, Ed- Edwin Alfaro is in the chat room, and I uh, just want to extend a thank you uh, for sending us an accessory for the boys. Um, we thank you for thinking of yes, us. Yes, thank you. Um, I have not tried it yet. It's on my desk. You Barry brought it to me this morning. Ed Sullivan impaled himself on it. Yeah, Ed Sullivan's yeah. already having an injury. I don't read the directions. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to pick it. It was up. a giant warning label. I even handed uh, it to him. I said, be careful. It's sharp. Yeah, but I don't believe what you said. Sticks his finger in every friggin' hole. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. You're going to get bit. My man. I have to verify what I'm told. Yeah, it is sharp. (laughs) Oh, this plate is hot, and I've got a third-degree burn on my fingers now. (laughs) Okay, we got to about 90% of the Mikorita firecrackers this week, uh, of the 500 boxes Mm -hmm. we received, and we have a little bit left. This is a long weekend. We will not be uh, operating Saturday, Sunday, and Monday out of the mail order operation. So it doesn't mean you can't place your order. You can still place your right? order. It, it will stop you even while we're away if it runs out. Yes. So you can go to twoguyscigars.com, look at the firecracker. Yeah, right on the front page is a picture. Boom goes the firecracker. Yeah. Just click it. It'll take you right there. And if they're Thank still you. there... Uh, they're there. If you Thank know, you, Gary. I know we get a lot of people listen to the show on Monday morning. It would be it's, Tuesday morning at this case because, because of the Monday's holiday. a holiday. So I don't know if it's going to still be there Tuesday morning. But give it if you're listening Tuesday morning. Uh, I would recommend uh, don't wait till you get to work. Pull over right now. 
You, there's a spot right there. You see it. Just pull over there. Put your blinkers on. And call me. one 224 1-888-224-4272. Yeah, but it's 6 o'clock in the morning. You don't the guy's driving him. to work. Well, You're sleeping. Well, the guy on the West Coast. Okay, the guy on the West Coast <laughs> could yeah. do it. Don't text and drive. Don't order and drive. Call me. We'll you guys have heard the of the term shameless plug? Yeah. This plug was <laughs> shameful. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to be sitting between the two of well, you. We're just gonna, it's like a bullshit sandwich. We're just going to end it so that we can uh, talk about next year's already. We just Can wrap we it up already just, do that? Well, I want to sell the last of it, which is happening right now. Yeah. Wait a minute. There's four more left. Two per person. That's all. The last two guys. Okay, that should do it. This is for the guy on Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's driving least, to work. And at least you thinking. entertain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find you all that entertaining. So uh, picking the firecracker. I think we should make people wait. Let's get to the cigar news first. The little tease. Yeah. suffer. I know Damari right now just like God damn it. Yeah, so let's make him wait. I know wait, what Damari thinks. Wait, it is. so so, so you, I know what he thinks. So it you is get too. The, so they don't tune out before your segment. Yes, Damari, just turn it off now. All You're right. wrong. All right, let's do it. Let's go to uh, find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. Or what's, what's up? up in the cigar world? Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this week, California has closed a tax loophole that some manufacturers exploited that calculated taxes based on factory cost instead of wholesale cost. The new measure goes into effect October 1st. The party's over is yes. what that means over there. The shortage of Connecticut broadleaf has caused three factories in Esteli to cease production of Connecticut broadleaf cigars, according to those in the know. And I've been sworn to secrecy not to mention those factories. Yeah, there's, not, there's none around, and the ones that are being... Uh, produced now that are, they're wrapping up uh, production there in Connecticut are already, already accounted for. Yes. So it's, there's going to be a major <clears throat> broadleaf shortage. Huge. Uh, Altria and Philip Morris International are in talks of a merger. In 2008, Altria spun off PMI, but it maintained its control of Philip Morris USA. Uh, I, I don't see how this is a story. No. And I, I see a lot of people talking. They own it anyway. It's under a different name. Now mm. they're putting it together. As a stockholder, and I have stock in the company, mm. yes, it, it bumped up the stock, but it's not going to change anything. No, it'll just make the big bigger, and they're going to continue to push against the it's cigar It's the same industry, size. So. They just restructure yeah, it. Yeah, just whatever. And new to twoguyscigars.com this week was the Mikaita Firecracker, Tabernacle Havana Seed Number 142 Lancero, and the Acid 20th Anniversary all of which are currently available at twoguyscigars.com. And the biggest news of the week falls on Dave. What? The announcement of the firecracker. Ah, uh, the acid 20 is a big deal, too. Huge. Yeah. So that smells gonna... like juicy fruit bubblegum. Yeah. Did you taste it? I haven't smoked one yet. No. Will you? Yes. You're going to do a review. I'm going to do it this Do you remember week? the acid? Uh, what was the acid five? Is don't, what it was. Rem- don't remember. You don't even remember. I have one in my humidor, and I don't think I'm smoking Really? It. So the Acid 5, this is the Acid 20. It's, I think it's the same product. But that was a big deal when the Acid 5 came off for the 50th anniversary. There was never an Acid 10. Now there's a 20. 
So, and this is it. So, uh, this is the limited edition, um, top, top of the line of an asset for those mm -hmm. guys that are out there that like acid. Mm -hmm. Grab them while you can because they're very limited. And it's gorgeous looking box, yeah. too. Yeah. I may have the acid five box because it was a metal front box, mm -hmm. too. And I saved some of these things. I don't know why I do. Yeah, I had a junk collector. I had some day, day a thought of basically a museum of these old things because years ago I went into a box factory. I believe it was General Cigar, and the guy that did all the boxes saved all the rare stuff that he had made over the years, and there was some unbelievable stuff I never saw of something like that was a train. One thing was a train and all these things that I, I spent. I'm in a factory, but I spent more time in that guy's box museum and I said, someday I'll do this. So I've been saving those things, just so you know what that's all about. I'll probably never do it, but great-looking boxes. Should I stop throwing them away? Is that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, 2020 Firecracker. So, so, so do you want a big drum roll or something? No. No. I want to preface it by the majority of the Firecrackers that ever came out came out because the manufacturer themselves asked to do it. And... They have to understand why we choose the cigar we ended up choosing, uh, because we don't. Of the people that ask, of course, there's only one a year, so we get we get a lot of asks. Uh, but it's typically that I want a cigar that has a boom to it, right? It's a firecracker, and and obviously not to my taste profile. I don't understand why we can't just come out with a Connecticut one one time because it's it, it defeats the purpose of what doesn't it is. defeat anything. It, you know why? Because it's ridiculous. That's why. The whole project is ridiculous. Why does an acid come out with a non-infused acid? The non-infused version. That's, that's a stupid premise. Well, there we go. So <laughs> a, a mild firecracker would be very stupid. It doesn't have to be mild. It could just be Connecticut shade with a lot of oomph no. for a Connecticut shade. <laughs> not, not for now, anyway. But the size must be three and a half by 50. It needs to have the round shape like mm -hmm. a firecracker would, would be. Um, it needs the fuse on it, and it needs to have, <laughs> I guess it doesn't. Uh, I, I would say not. unfinished foot, but it doesn't have to because some don't. So I guess it could go either way. And despite an argument that I have on most manufacturers that make it, it must be priced right. So $119.99 for a box of 20, which is what we're doing for Mi Corita, uh, I saw a post by Steve saying, yeah, this won't happen again. We did Be it twice. $3 more. Yeah, because I'm not doing it for that kind of price. But I've been turned off. I've turned manufacturers off because I say, no, this is what the price has to be. Yes. Well, we get a lot more money for our cigar and all the stuff. I said, it's just going to be a short little run. It's going to help your brand later on. But... You, you have to abide by the pricing of this so it's a really good value for I think the I consumer. speak for everybody who's listening. Will you just make the goddamn announcement? No, Barry wants me to drag No, I say that. beyond that. It's, you know, it's almost it's the bottom of the hour. I say we just wait now for the next no. half hour. <laughs> just announce it. Okay. So the reason why we're smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary is because this is the 2020 firecracker. Perdomo. Perdomo 20th anniversary nice. blend. Amped up. Made, amped up, made into a firecracker form. Uh, we had Nick up here. I 
the reason why I held it off at last week of saying it, because this has been going on for quite a while, mm-hmm. I just wanted a last-minute eye-to-eye agreement that this is going to happen as is going to happen with pricing. What are we talking about for, for the cigar? This cigar was uh, $8.99. Oh, okay. So it's not, you know, of having a um, $6 cigar isn't going to be... Uh, no. Well, a six dollar cigar that's half, half the size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost a third of the okay. size. I don't know. I look at this cigar as is more, more expensive, expensive than this. <laughs> For some reason I thought he was gonna say twelve dollars yeah. or whatever. Perdomo's got good pricing. He's got great pricing. Because vertical vertically integrated. He is completely vertical. Which by the integrated. way, go on to the after show Wednesday. You'll hear us talking uh, a little more deeper uh, about Perdomo cigars on Wednesday's episode. The thing that struck me about Nick is the questions that he asked as he's looking over a couple of editions of Firecracker. Yeah. Saying, Okay, well I like this, I like that, and asking you which one do you prefer? And you said, Do it you're you're the professional, you do what you do. And he goes, No, I'm gonna do what you want. Do you want the unfinished foot? Do you want the um, fuse tucked in the band? Do you want it glued here? Do you want it to look like this? Uh, he really pulled it apart of, <laughs> of everything. He's a perfectionist and he wants it, but I want Nick Perdomo's version of the firecracker based on a box of 20, and I know he does 24s and his thing it has to be a 20 because it's a grandfathered in product and, and we're just switching manufacturers. So how do we keep it, end up doing this is because, bless you, we have, Thank you, we have the firecracker brand for a long time and all we do is switch manufacturers uh, every year. That's all. And um, I think it's the biggest brand we've ever done. It's going to... Uh, Perdomo makes an awful lot of cigars. It's going to rock. Um, actually, you'll hear on the after show, building two new factories. The guy's growing. If you're wondering what's happening with Perdomo, check that out. This thing is uh, on fire. He's not sitting back. As we, we told you, other people in Nicaragua laying people off. and, and He just hired things. 119 of those rollers. Right. And opened right. up another facility. So it, it's That big building that we looked at that was... Quasi unfinished when yes. we were there. That's the new facility. Yeah. One floor processing more tobacco and the other floor is rollers. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's a big brim. We're only going to do 500 of them. There's a lot of Perdomo smokers out there. So when that happens, I think it, it, it goes quick. The thing that I think the firecracker, certainly having Nick put his logo on the firecracker is going to help the firecracker. There's no question. It's going to yeah. introduce it to new people. Oops. But what the firecracker I think is going to do is introduce Nick to the geek consumer because that for some reason he does not get the accolades that the Steve Sockas get and that the Roma Crafts get uh, with Skip Martin and Mike Rosales. For some reason Nick he's looked is at... is the real deal my friends. If, if you're talking about the real deal, this is the guy of everybody. This is the guy that deals with seeds. That deals. We, with- I had to stop the after show from being all about seeds because he could have gone on for two hours. Worms. <laughs> you know, he, he grows his own worms. He has a worm farm. I mean, the the box that he gets. It's not big exactly trees. true, by the way. You don't grow worms, but <laughs> whatever you do. For people who are fact checking, farm them. You farm worms. <laughs> um, the. Did you see the the wood that comes in, how the tree, he buys trees and then cuts the trees into planks and then puts them into drying machines it's for the wood? Unreal. Never mind the, the agricultural work that ends up happening with the drip irrigation systems and everything that ends up happening. There's- People wonder why the Perdomo line is, for the most part, it's under $10. 
on his most expensive stuff. It's mm. under ten dollars. How does he pull that off? Well, because when he his guys were wasting paint in overspray, yeah. he invents a nozzle to control the overspray so he could save two degrees, two degree downturn. So he, he could save a third on paint so that he can pass that saving along to the consumer. It's unreal. The stuff I learned from him of what he's done and now his son, Nicholas, that's going in there and um, we'll have him up for it. Um, there's a whole plan of uh, execution of this um, and get to know Perdomo Cigars. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, again, when it comes to this particular product here, Firecracker Worthy for its strength. Yep. Yes. Of course. It, uh, I'd say it's a eight and a half to nine in strength for me. It, it's up there. Well, I, it's like I, a seven, but. It, it's hard for me to sit there smoking a cigar with him where I can't get through the whole thing because it's, it's that powerful to me. Um, it, it's going to be interesting on a shorter format. I know he's going to take this serious and he's going to kill with it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to what ends up happening. And, um, in the meantime, while you're waiting, try the Perdomo 20th anniversary. I love the Connecticut. You know the when Keebler. When it comes to the Maduro, it's, it's packing. You know the Keebler cracker that is uh, chocolate just on the bottom? Yeah. It's not minty or anything. It's the, the chocolate one. Yep. So if you could take that chocolate off. You mean like fudge stripes? Yeah, yeah, like that one. Exactly. Exactly. But instead of having that cookie that they're using, you get a, a honey-made graham cracker. And you substitute that in for the cookie on the fudge stripe, and that's what this Why is. Why not just say a fudge-coated graham cracker? It's that fudge. It's that fudge. No shortbread. That they use a shortbread cookie on that. You got to put the honey-made graham cracker, not the cinnamon one. By the way, the my regular graham cracker. My phone's blowing up on the firecracker. Good call. Can't wait. Yeah, all right. When's it coming out? Well, in one thought that. Jonathan said is it doesn't get its geek I I was a little worried it's not going to get its geek oh my god let me tell you it 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 deserves it more than anything this is a small company as as much as they make millions of cigars this is a family made company and I'm honored to be part of it from the very beginning I was buying cigars from him when he started off as teen as he was and and what a Watching journey, yeah. watching what happened to this, to now one of the biggest producers of cigars in the world, is this family guy. And you, you him have and his wife, conversation Janine, with his him, son and daughter. That it, his son was not handed, and it, this no, no. From the outside looking in, it looks like oh, this is Nicholas Perdomo the third, and he's sliding into this position. But Nick told us he put him through the paces, probably tougher on his son than anybody else. Oh, I know. And the kid comes out shining. All right. So you want to bang some mailbags? So we, nah, let's, we got no time to do it. I'm sorry. There's no time to do it. I get 30 mailbags a week. Uh, we're going to get to some in the next half hour, maybe. Right but a little right less. now, it's time for the Don Raphael <laughs> offer of the day, is what it is. <laughs> um, fast pitch a ball. We said we talked about the tennis racket before. Now it's fast pitch, a ball, hundred dollars. So someone's that you, your sentence doesn't make sense. Fast pitch a ball. So I'm going to throw a ball for a hundred dollars. I'll do that. No, I'm going to throw it. Someone's going to throw it at you. If you're throwing it at me, I'm in. <laughs> if anybody else, probably not. How about a 14 year old kid? 
Some of those kids can throw like 82 miles an hour. You I don't know, know about when that. I, when I was 14, 15, I threw 90 miles an hour. 14-year-old kid, and he's all set to do it. No. At least according to their... 14-year-old child. He's not a child. He's a man. He has a beard. You know who I'm thinking of? Danny Almonte. Oliver's kid. Oliver Nouveau from United Cigars Kid. Right here in the store. Kid's a little phenom. No. Yeah. Maybe if it was a tennis ball, but not a baseball. By the way, Danny Almonte was the kid that played in Little League with the 13-year-olds. It was actually 15. Just in case you didn't get the Danny Almonte reference. Nope, nobody, nobody did, and they don't get it now that you explained it either. Would you let all of his son throw a baseball at you for $100? No. Good call. This kid's going to be a pro. His middle name is Fenway, named after the, the <laughs> Fenway Park. I hope he plays for the Yankees. <sighs> It'll destroy the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> so awesome! You got Thurston Howell to do the <laughs> to do the read for that. All right, there, lovey. <laughs> in England, a man fell asleep while sunbathing in the nude on his back deck. Now I know, Mister Jonathan, I have your attention, but what transpired was something out of an Alfred Hitchcock movie. During his nap, a seagull swooped from the sky and bit off one of the man's testicles, confusing it for eggs in a bird's nest. Going to Seagull Watch International, huevos are full of protein, which is why the birds are attracted to them. Before adding, it was unfortunate that the man in his private parts resembled eggs in a nest. The moral of the story? Manscape. If your bits look like a bird's nest, it might be time to trim the hedges. Your wife and Mr. Jonathan will thank you later. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. You know what's insane? I sent it to Barry, and he responded, I already have it and I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's an interesting story. Um, Perdomo 20th anniversary. So far? It's fantastic. It's a 9 out of 10 stress. It's, it's know, not. Every time I see Roy. Got stronger. Roy, who's a local Perdomo rep, yeah. one of the hardest working reps in the business. I always take the sun grown off of him. From now on, I'm taking the Medora off of him. This is a good cigar. And I always will take the Connecticut. <laughs> this is too strong. No. For me. For you. It's not too strong. It's Se- great. 7.2. Yeah. Oh, you're crazy. No, he's dead on balls accurate to tease uh, Barry's <laughs> asylum. Wait, the guy sounded like a Vincent Price at the end, but he was Thurston Howell at the beginning. He was trying to be Rod Serling, Rod Serling Twilight Zone. Can we hear that again? Sure, we got it right here. L- listen for the Twilight Zone. I'm not it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Love it. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Too insane. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars.
that's that. good. Vincent Price at the end, but he's Thurston Howell all the way through. That's all I can think of. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're loaded with mailbags. We're going to try to get to some of them and lots more. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like TwoGuysCigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. 
what I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back. We're smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary Maduro. We made the announcement that will be the firecrack of 2020 and the mailbags are piling up so we'll get to them also just want to remind you next week terence riley from aganosa leaf will join us and it's the aganosa experience you're going to want to tune into that especially if you're in the care package save those cigars i know you got three of them that's going to be the experience and we'll get to that it'll rock you like a hurricane yes it will (laughs) (laughs) following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Bond writes, hey guys, long time listener, first time giving feedback. I didn't participate in the survey, but enjoyed hearing about the results. Jonathan, you are my number one spot, so there's another vote for you. So one thing I want to add to that is, so you, you heard the, the change up of the asylum bit, because that was based on people saying that they were sick of listening to that. So we changed it up and we put uh, Rod Sterling in instead. And obviously Jonathan's family, so we can't get rid of him, even though you're sick of listening to him. Yeah. So we had to do the commercials. There we go. There's more changes <laughs> coming. You'll, you'll be hearing some later in the show. Now, if it was a question about most favorite or least favorite, you figure it out. Uh, actually, I do enjoy your contribution to the show. Speaking about me, keeping those of us old grumps in line and moving with the times. Uh, on another note of Jonathan's strange tasting notes, I've been conducting an experiment. I've been asking my non-smoking wife, who has an incredible palate, to give me her wrapper, foot, and cold draw notes on the same cigars you and I are enjoying and discussing. And I have to say she often nails the same profiles Jonathan pulls out of the blue. Some heat for that particular fire. Does that have anything to do with your closest to a woman than a man? I don't know. Okay. I might. It could just be I have an incredible palate. Okay. 
Uh, as far as show ideas, maybe a discussion uh, in one, on one with a blender or factory rep why some folks on why some folks in the industry, even ones with more than 31 years experience, still can't pronounce Spanish words. Ahem. Cough, cough, wink, wink, David. The language is incredibly easy to pronounce. Maybe a Spanish for cigar passionados episode or something like that. Anyway, love the program. Try to catch you guys on a regular basis. Several of us in our local lounge love sharing the week's broadcast with those who manage technology like David pronounces Spanish. I don't know what's worse, our pronunciation of Spanish or how Jonathan reads. Yeah, he reads terrible. Listen, the, the guy was doing talk to text. I had to insert words there on the fly. Um, you're going to hear on the after show this week, Nick's going to talk about some blending, uh, things that he does and, uh, that'll be part of it too. So, but we're listening to you and we're going to make the show better. Uh, one more message here from the contact us page. And this is Jeff writing, uh, your guys reviews often talk about tasting notes. How about a show where you highlight some cigars that bring out specific flavors examples. Here are three cigars that have strong chocolate notes or strong vanilla notes. It would be helpful for those of us trying to learn more about cigars to recognize the note, these notes and educate mm-hmm. our palates. And my thing to that is Barry makes his up. So I do. it's not like we can. <laughs> Whatever page they open the thesaurus to. <laughs> the thesaurus yeah. is where you get your flavor notes? Yes. All right. How many different ways can I say cherry? I don't know. I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> the double entendre is just. It's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would, Who would win, win this? this hypothetical battle? Would you rather clean rest stop toilets or work in a slaughterhouse for a living? This is your, your, your job. Two occupations. Two occupations. This is it. Would you rather clean rest stop toilets? That's your job. Or work in a slaughterhouse? Well, I'm going to say slaughterhouse because you probably have access to good, high-quality meat. And you could probably bring it home for free or at a discount. And I like meat, so I'm going slaughterhouse. I know Barry. I think it smells worse. Depends, I guess. But Well, if you're talking depends, that's the, yeah. that's the rest stop. Yes, yeah, slaughterhouse, hands down. Have you ever been in a restroom at 6.30 in the morning on a Sunday? A public restroom? I'm sure. Yeah, it's. I'd rather be in the slaughterhouse. Ed Sullivan? I don't think it's as uh, shitty a situation. I, I don't need a job. But if you did, you, gotta, you, you, <laughs> you gotta, have to pick one. Oh, I have to pick. That's the point of this, right? Mm. I'm going slaughterhouse. I think eventually you'll get used to that, but... Uh, the human waste, I don't know if I'd ever get used to that. Yeah, t- tough job. People are out there, that's their job. Tough, tough job to do. So stop complaining whatever you're doing out there because somebody's cleaning restrooms at 6.30 in the morning. So even if you were digging ditches, that's better. I guess. Manual labor, though. I don't like that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ditch diggers, they now use machinery. Yeah. All right. All okay. right. The following message was submitted uh, via email. is directly to me. Uh, Nicholas writes, Happy Monday, Mr. J. I How was come watching. Those go directly to you? Uh, Every Nicholas one. Well, here's what yeah, happens. Have you ever noticed, been, though, since he's been in charge of the emails, they've all been pro John. I've been in charge of the emails when for Dave, nine years. When Dave was doing emails, they were loaded with anti-Jonathan emails. Uh, when I respond to people, which I respond to just about every email that comes through, mm-hmm. to make sure that the email address is accurate, and sometimes right. people just... 
respond to those responses. Anyways, I was watching Saturday's podcast on YouTube and listening to the mailbag segment regarding people not liking the classic three-way. I have to agree with Rudy regarding many cigar smokers enjoying trivia. (coughs) I've been running a Friday quiz for the past 13 years where I send out 10 random questions to colleagues, friends, family, and whoever else wants to receive it. The only rule is the answers have to come from the person's own knowledge base, no internet searching, no asking friends, etc. It's a fun way to end the week and kick off the weekend. Some people respond, some and some just doing themselves wait for the email blast I send on Monday mornings with the answers. Everyone's contact info is BCC, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he likes the he likes the segment. He likes the trivia. All right. It's time for the Classic Three-Way then, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. I'm with Jonathan. I want to hear this guy say love it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think that one sounded like Thurston at all. I thought it was just good timber. It's got some bass quality to voice. his voice. We had him, so, so we grabbed yeah. him. Jonathan Carney's going to be disappointed then, right, that the old one went away? I think he's ecstatic right now. That's undertones. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> And Mr. J, and we'll bring those back, uh, the old stuff, maybe someday to just say, remember this? Sure. And then the guys that hated it say, oh, I missed that. Yeah. No, they won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, I think Barry Stein is our champion. No, I didn't win last week. No, I almost went all two-pointers last oh, week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, I have three questions and no tiebreaker. Oh, God. That's right. Ed Sullivan, Richard Tiffany Gere is an American actor. He began his film playing acting roles in Looking for Mr. Goodbar and also starring roles in Days of Heaven. He came to prominence with his role in American Gigolo, which established him as a leading man and sex symbol. Richard Gere, born today, what year? 1956. Don't you have any smart-ass thing to say, Barry Stein, on Richard Gere? His middle name's Tiffany. I find that interesting. <laughs> Isn't that the guy that was in the movie that Jonathan liked? Didn't he ever put a mouse up his butt or something? No, that wasn't. There was somebody else. Oh, I thought it was Richard Gere. No? No. All right. Maybe it was. 1945. That's Wait a second. What did, what did Ed Sullivan say? He said 56. 56. You said 45. 52. 52. Mr. Jonathan gets it at 45. It's 49. Goddamn right I do. Mr. Jonathan, over to you. Christopher Tucker is an American actor and stand-up comedian. Chris Tucker. He's known for playing roles in Smokey in Friday and the detective James Carter in the Rush Hour film series. He became a frequent stand-up comedian performer in the Deaf Comedy Jam. Chris Tucker, born today with you. You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? It's 1969. 69. 
I had that. I crossed that out. I went with 1973. 73. And I'm screwed. I went with 72. 72. 69. We'll take it. It's 71. 69. Two for Mr. Jonathan. We need a two-pointer to uh, hang on, Ed Sullivan. I'm pulling for you, Ed. I'm okay either way. And it's over to Barry. Sir George Ivan Morrison. Call me Sir, goddammit. Also known as Van Morrison is a Northern Irish singer-songwriter, instrumentalist, and recording producer. Van Morrison rose to prominence as a lead singer of Northern Irish R&B band Them, in which he recorded the garage band classic Gloria. His solo career began with pop hits, Brown Eyed Girl, followed by Moon Dance, Domino, Wild Nights. Van the Man Morrison, born today what year? 51. 51. 1944. 44. 1939. 39. Ed Sullivan gets one point at 44. It was 45. Damn it. And I become the champion. And we again. have a new champion, Mr. Jonathan. It's not even December 31st. It's just, I'm just warming August up. 31st. Just warming up. You know what I missed in that segment? The music bed that was in the background. Yeah, it used to go on. Through the whole thing? Yeah, yeah that's sort of it. Created sort like a cadence. Game show. So just... Get a new, a totally different music bed. Yeah, for the back of it, maybe if if it's if it's needed or is it needed? Yeah, it was know. quiet. It was yeah. quiet without it. it, is, it Did does that add build a little, suspense? That music adds a little in- interest mm. to it, perhaps. All right, let me so, work uh, on that. Rep Z writes through the contact. Not Rep X. Rep Z. This is Rep Z. By the way, Victor misses the old commercials already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rep Z writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com with respect to the classic three-way. With all due respect to Paul, the gentleman that wrote in last week. All right. There is one hour and 52 minutes and 24 seconds dedicated to cigars on the Cigar Authority. I think that's an overestimation (laughs) right there, Rep Z. Uh, Every week. Sometimes the panelists need a little something to mix it up a little bit and throw a little friendly competition into the mix. I'm with Dave. This is one of my favorite segments on the show. On a weekly basis, I personally enjoy greatly when Mr. J gets his butt handed to him. Barry, insert joke here, currently undefeated. <laughs> and screw you both, because I'm the champion. He is the champion right now. Jonathan does like his butts. Low-hanging fruit there. That was weak. Yeah. It was, was weak like your asylum. Which I've noticed, by the way, when you used to have a good read, you had a bad asylum. And when you had a bad read, you had a good asylum. Now the reads are going to be good every week. Don't let that asylum bit fall apart, buddy. I don't know. I kind of like doing the live read. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I took some pressure away from yeah. you. Could be ready for it your story. It a flow, but you yeah. know, I'm all for it. All right, Perdomo 20th anniversary. What will be the firecracker coming out uh, in June of 2020? Um, I I can't guarantee that when I put a Perdomo cigar in someone's hand, they're going to like what it tastes like because that's t- that's subjective. But I can guarantee the cigar is always going to burn well. It's always going to draw. There's a Perdomo for everybody. There is. So mm-hmm. w- working with them on the floor, there's not one person that came in. Just about everybody bought it anyway. But <laughs> yeah. there was one person that came in that wasn't a right product for them. You know what I'll say? Their bundle is mm-hmm. amazing. What's it called? Fresco. 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 Amazing cigar. Really, I'm you know you're looking for a good value cigar. They're, they're great values all the way through, but that is crazy. The only problem it is is it seems like it's a lot of money for a bundle. 
but that's it, only because if it's you think a, about the Leaf by Oscar, though, the yeah. Leaf by Oscar is almost one hundred and seventy dollars for that bundle. Yeah, per almost half that. Great. Um, yeah, cigar. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't refer to Leaf by Oscar as a bundle cigar. It comes in a bundle. Even, yeah, but I don't even know if I would refer to. Well, yeah, Fresco would be a bundle cigar. Well, it's a bundle cigar because it comes in a bundle. <laughs> yes, but to me, you know what bundle- makes a box cigar? Yeah, when it comes in a box. When you say bundle cigar, you think certain brands. You you think I'm not comparing think, it to classic. You think low priced cigars or um, not of the top quality, right? Mm. Which is not true with a lot of. There's some great bundles that there are, are out great there, too, which you, we could do a whole show on bundle cigars. I mean, there's great bundle cigars, but Pernomo, I would say, is a premium cigar in a bundle. He can't make a bad cigar in his factory. But there's, there's too many checks and balances that happen. There's too many oversights that just – he's got too many managers. He, he, built, he built a factory so that everything comes out perfect. Everything comes out I perfect. ran a report the other day, and I just stumbled across this data by accident. Uh, the number of cigars that get damaged out, and I ran a report for a year. I needed to check on some uh, uh, why something was off. You know, out of all of Perdomo's portfolio, in <coughs> one year, there were eight cigars that were damaged out. And I and, guarantee and we you- we sell millions of cigars, so that's- I guarantee you, all eight of them were dropped by a customer on the floor, and they were all a result of a split. There was not one that was because it was a bad draw or any of that. Even how they're packed- Inside the box is perfect. Perfect. It is. By the uh, way, speaking of checks and measures, the urban legend was Richard Gere in a gerbil up his. Butt. Was Richard Gere? Yeah. yeah. Gerbil. Gerbil. That's right. Yep. And it's uh, actually called gerbiling. The art of sticking a gerbil up one's think butt it's, is. I don't gerbiling. think it's called. I don't think it's an art. No, I don't. I think, think that's so. an, an odd it, fetish and an odd, act. Yeah, it's, it's funny what Barry starts going fact checking. We're talking about <laughs> ring gauges and all kinds of different cigar things. We're talking uh, about cigars, and he's yeah. looking up gerbils, <laughs> and and that's his go-to of let me do this fact checking on the on the gerbil. Uh, and that's what makes it uh, the Cigar Authority different than every other cigar podcast that's out there. And I'm sorry for that, but that's who we are, and and that's that. Um, Nick Perdomo on the after show. Yeah. You want to check that out on Wednesday and the Aganosa Leaf next week's show with Terrence Riley. And we're going to do the Aganosa experience, um, how a blender blends and what tobacco plays different roles. So you're asking about blenders. We're talking about it on the after show. We're going to talk about it on the next week. And it's there because you asked. Changes in commercials just because you asked. Because we got the information. So that's it. I don't know if anybody's sending information about questions for next year um, when we end up having the the questionnaire that goes out. Uh, We'd like to have uh, that information uh, when you get a chance. I know it's a long way off, but send it in while you're still thinking about it. That's it for the Cigar Authority. Until next time, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's quite possible, other than that gerbil story, you've learned nothing in the last two hours. So always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.